Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we have the president of GoHunt.com, Lorenzo Sartini, on the line. Lorenzo, how you doing? Doing good. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I saw today on Instagram or Facebook, one of the two, that you got a little bit of a shocker of news. Uh, you've got a little exciting venture uh, coming up here in the next couple days. Yeah, I've uh, yeah, to say the least, I've spent the summer trying to get ready for my archery mule deer hunt down here in the desert and uh you know just like always you, something always sneaks up on you i got a got a call and figured out that there's a doll sheep hunt open so i'm heading up there in about 48 hours now <laughs> so not a lot of time to get ready i was i was uh all situated for my archery equipment and now i have to get the rifle back out a lot sooner than i thought i was gonna have to well it's gonna be cool to see how that hunt shakes out and you know, it's it's times like that, you know, opportunities come up and, you know, you jump on them. Uh, you know, sometimes those are some of the best adventures because, yeah, you, you know, normally you'd probably been preparing for two months for this. Um, but it's it's a pretty awesome opportunity to go hunt doll sheep. Yeah, um, will this be your – do you need a doll sheep or have you already shot one? No, I, I need a doll. I need a doll and a Rocky. That's what I have left from my slam. Awesome. So you'll be three quarters of the way there if, yes. if you guys have a successful hunt. Yep. Yes, I will. And just like you were saying, you know, you never know what's going to come up. What I tell a lot of people is if you just stay plugged into the, the right networks and, and stay involved, you know, a lot of a lot of things can fall into your lap sometimes. And, you know, finally, uh, it's happened to me. So that's kind of been my strategy with it. And just saying yes to a lot more people on on other hunts and getting involved in the right networks and then every once in a while you get something like this thrown your way for sure um i just did a interview an episode with uh, uh brady miller your your digital content manager and uh he's uh went through and explained how dialed he in he's in uh with his backpack and he's got all his food ready i'm betting if you know where brady lives you could just go slip in there and just uh <laughs> take his whole setup and just run to uh run doll sheep hunt with it and probably do just fine exactly except except for he's six foot five and uh maybe the pants would be a little long yeah. for you a guy with 38 inch inseam definitely doesn't fit me i mean that, that, that's not <laughs> happening but you i mean you can guarantee this morning when i got that text message the very first call i made was to brady and i had him in my office pretty much all day going over <laughs> what I needed and what he could help me with. So I kind of have a, an ace in my back pocket with him. He's, he's always got it situated. Yeah, for sure. We did a great episode, uh, going through all of the gear of, of Grady's, uh, Grady's, of, uh, Brady's backpack and all of his food, all of his prep. And it, you know, it's amazing how detailed, um, he gets and, you know, he calls it geeking out on, on gear and such, but, you know, to have someone with with Brady's talent working for you, um, you know, the job that he does, it's just phenomenal. Uh, and then to see him take it, you know, and carry it out in real life on these hunts and how prepared it's, you know, for you, you see it every day. But for someone, you know, to get to interview him and hear how detail-oriented it is, it's, it's probably awesome to have a, an employee like that. Yeah, I'm, we lucked out with Brady, uh, fully lucked out with Brady. I mean, having a guy... First and foremost, foremost, with this level of detail at work, um, which is second to none, and then also with his his detail to hunting and what he puts into it, uh, it having a twenty minute conversation with that guy, I always learn something new about 
you know, something he just figured out and geeked out on and figured out how to shave two more pounds off his backpack and all these, all these crazy things. So yeah, he's, uh, he's been awesome in the office. He's definitely the go-to guy when it comes to backpacks and gear. Now, Lorenzo, you've been kind of preparing for an archery deer hunt in Nevada. Um, will you get to, will that hunt be over by the time you get back? I mean, is that plan pretty much scrapped? No, it'll, it'll, or was- it'll still be going. Um, and I, and I've put a lot of, an, a lot of effort into it so far as much as I, as much as I can. It's a new place that I've never been to. Um, it's, it's a minimal backpack type hunt. I'll only be having to go in there for about two or three days at a time with, with how I'm trying to set up hunting it right now. Um, and for the most part, I'm fairly ready for it uh, just because I've had so much homework done in town. I started, I think, June 8th or 10th is when I started scouting that out and, and finding some bucks. Obviously, I didn't know what they were back then, but a couple of them were out past the years already. And, you know, something that I got me a little bit excited about what they could in, what they could turn into and with the rain we've had, uh, I'm, I'm fairly excited about it. So right when I hit hit the ground back here in Las Vegas, um, after this doll sheep hunt, I'll be jetting up there to go check cameras and, and see what's going on. Awesome. So when you're hunting uh, mule deer in arid places such as Nevada, um, you know, what are you looking for? And for the listeners out there that have uh, over the counter and have maybe some draw tag, mule deer tags all across the West, uh, f- you know, what do you specifically look for uh, in areas and terrain and you know uh you know buck numbers are you looking for super low buck numbers super high buck numbers kind of i'm just curious what your thoughts yeah, are I, first i would i want to start off with i know all the mistakes i've made and i don't want to make them again um <laughs> and, and that's what i that's what i try to do every year because no hunt is the same however they all have a lot of of consistencies to them and what I mean by that is, is no matter where you are, it's going to be fairly the same. But every year, temperatures are different. Storms could be rolling in. Water situations could be different. All these things are different, and from from year to year and from state to, to from state to state. So, the mistakes I've made in the past that I that I know I will never make again is I've relied very heavily on trail cameras in the past in these arid parts of the uh, of the country and. Although it's fun and I can find a lot of really big deer doing that, um, and in those situations I'm looking for really low deer numbers, I, I, I don't want a lot of deer and a lot of pictures to go through because you know, I know those big gnarly desert bucks are, are off on their own on these little tiny you know, broken pipe springs from, from a rancher's pipe. Um, they're, they're all over the place on, on just the most scattered, scattered water sources. So finding them in 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 using a camera is one thing but then finding them with the glass and trying to kill them is a completely different thing um when it comes down to it you know i want to rely on my eyes more than the camera and i want to find these deer during the day when they're up when they're transitioning where they're bedding and where they're getting water and it's it's hard to do and it's hard to keep up on and i'm i know a lot of people can't keep up with, you know, putting 20 days into scouting. And I can't a lot of the time either. That's like this year, I've only had four days in of scouting. Um, it's tough. I try to watch the weather rolling in to see if there's rain. And if there is, I'm really trying to get up there to go glass because I, I'm not going to catch them on where my cameras are on the water. 
and, and I'm, tr I'm trying to glass and, I, and I'm trying to find them. So it, for the most part, in a, in a short answer, for the most part, I'm looking for low density of deer, especially, especially does, low density of, of does, um, for the archery season. And I'm looking for open glassable areas. So I know when I find one, I can kill one. I think that's good advice. And don't you think, uh, you know, to be a good mule deer hunter consistently, I mean, it takes a lot of time. I mean, hardly anybody consistently kills big mule deer without spending a lot of time. I mean, uh, every once in a while, someone can, you know, get, get fortunate and, you know, have a big buck and find them and kill them. Um, but you know, the guys that do it year in and year out, they spend a lot of time doing it. And, you know, for a lot of guys that are listening, you know, it's just not feasible to spend 20 or 30 days scouting. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think I, I was curious, I think you, you got to set priorities of, you know, how important is it to you to spend your time scouting or do you want to spend all that time hunting? And I think, the, the, the general listener of the J Scott Outdoors podcast, I think we all fight that. We, we fight, you know, how much time scouting and how much time hunting and not all of us have tons and tons of time to devote to an animal like a mule deer, but I think they require it to be consistent. I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, my, my, biggest struggle is exactly that. When am I going to scout and when am I going to hunt? Cause I don't have all the time in the world. I'm, I'm in Las Vegas trying to, trying to grow this, this business as big as we can get. And that takes time. That's my priority. I'm, I'm here to, to, you know, see that through, but my work is also my job. Thankfully, I'm, I'm definitely not complaining about that. And, and part of, part of that is going hunting, but that doesn't mean I can spend 20 days scouting. So what I, what I try to do is stay up to date on trends as far as weather trends go. Uh, I'm as plugged into as many networks as possible um, here in Nevada and Utah, where I'm usually doing my my uh, archery hunting. And that's not to say that you know I'm getting all these all this secret intel because nobody's going to give you secret intel. But it's always nice to say, hey, uh, you know, I have a rainstorm rolling through in Las Vegas right now. Let me know if it starts raining up there. I just because I just want to know what it's doing that day, so I can plan in my head and, and kind of and kind of make some strategic moves because hunting is, is the beautiful thing about hunting is it's hunting. It's, it's not structured and it's not choreographed and things change literally by the minute. So I just try to keep up to date and, and you know, make that little sacrifice. Um, if, if I know it's going to be a good glassing day after a storm or something like that to run up real quick and look, uh, and, and try to find these deer. But you know, I, I respect guys who can stick it out and, and spend, you know, 20 to 30 days out there in the desert because that is not easy. And, and even if I had that many days, that's, that's still tough to do, to live out in the desert, um, you know, when it's over 100 degrees, no waters around, no shades around, uh, and, you know, and stick it out and, and find and stay on these deer. But just like you said before, that's what it takes. That's what it takes to find and kill big desert deer consistently. Um, so for me... How I combat that is I stay up to date on those trends. I'm plugged into a couple of different networks, and I'm always looking for the most huntable areas. I know I can find big bucks in, in that thick pinion juniper, cedar tree, craggy rock type stuff where I hang cameras. I know I can find big deer in there. That's something that's going to get my heart going, but the likelihood of me killing them is extremely slim. 
Whereas I can sure. find a big glassable burn, big glassable open area with some sagebrush, big sagebrush openings. I know I have a good chance of actually killing a, killing a buck that I find. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, let's take a break here uh, to hear from our sponsors, and then I want to ask you about what's going on over at Go Hunt. I have known the owners of the Outdoorsmans in Phoenix for over 20 years. They are the authority on optics and hunting gear. Outdoorsmans is the leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality tripods, mounting accessories, and pack systems for all hunters. Their customer service is the best in the business. Go to Outdoorsmans.com or call 1-800-291-8065 and use the J. Scott promo code to receive 10% off any products. Phonescope is a company that makes custom-molded, precisely engineered smartphone digiscoping adapters. Photographing wildlife has never been easier. It is simple to text photos and videos from your smartphone and share them with your friends. Phonescope stands behind their product with a 100% money-back guarantee. Get yours now by using the JSCOT16 promo code and receive 10% discount on all purchases. Check them out at Phonescope, that's P-H-O-N-E-S-K-O-P-E dot com, or on Instagram, at Phonescope. Lorenzo, uh, I've gotten some great feedback on the 30-day free trial exclusive for the J. Scott Podcast listeners that you guys have provided, um, you know, guys calling me saying, you know, they wanted to try Go Hunt out and now they can uh, with this, you know, free free trial period. Uh, I just want to make the listeners aware if they don't know about it, you can go to GoHunt.com forward slash J. Scott, click on the blue free trial button and go through the steps. It only takes a couple minutes. Uh, you will be provi- uh, required to give your credit card, but you'll not be charged until the fr- uh, after the free 30 days. You can cancel at any time within the first 30 days. And if anybody has any questions, they can email free trial at gohunt.com. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, the insider with the filtering 2.0 system. I just want to ask you some questions about what's going on at gohunt.com and what has been the feedback on your end from the insider and the new filtering 2.0. I remember on a prior episode, you had said, Jay, this is kind of like the iPhone 1. And all of a sudden, you guys release filtering 2.0, and it's you know it goes from like the iPhone one to the iPhone five. Exactly. Uh, it was a huge step. So curious uh, the feedback on on your end of it. Yeah, the, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive, um, and and honestly, because of that feedback is what has made us do the 30 day free trial. Because I mean, we're we're so confident in the product that the users will like it. Um, you know, why, why not let them see what's, what's in there before they actually have to pay for it? And we, we think that's fair. That's how I would want to be treated if I was a consumer. So we wanted to treat them the same. And, um, the, the, the filtering 2.0 product, the, the easiest way to explain it is that it's, there's finally a bridge to get point A of information to point Z of information all the way through no matter what state you're looking at or what species you're looking at, um, without without the hunter or the user having to know or have pro- any prior knowledge of that state or species before, um, and it's made it it's made it incredible for you know people who are first looking to get into other states and how it works and, and where they need to start and what they need to what they need to do. But then it's also been 
honestly, it's been bad for me because guys like Brady now have 37 hunts they can go on. And they're constantly <laughs> asking me if they can leave and get out of the office to go hunting. And it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's overwhelming to really see and find out how many hunts there are available to people every year. And, and when people tell me all the time, oh, hunting's getting harder and harder to do. Um, you know, I can't draw tags anymore. I can't do this anymore. That may be true in their home state. But in neighboring states like Idaho and, and Arizona, Colorado, there's there's hunts you can do every year on very uh, on very good units, like extremely good units. And that filtering 2.0 finally finally gets that information um, in front of a user quickly and very easily. Definitely, and the feedback that I get, uh, you know. On my Instagram, people sending me email messages, text messages, phone calls. Um, guys just loving the filtering 2.0 system. Uh, for the listeners out there that haven't uh, tried it out, uh, it was not an easy process for you guys to get the filtering 2.0 system where it is today. Uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about uh, some of the logistics. I mean, the 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 statistical hurdles and some of the stuff that you guys had to overcome uh, has been mind-boggling. Um, so I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. And then now that you kind of have the system in place, uh, will it be easier to uh, kind of keep up with all of the different things that are going on with all the state's draws and such? Yeah. Um as, as far as logistics go, logistics goes on, on creating this product, I don't know if I'll ever get those years of my life back. But um, <laughs> it was it was painstakingly detail oriented, and that's always the hardest level of work somebody could do is paying attention to those fine details. And to to put a, a level of um, depth onto it, we have over ten million searchable data points on our website. Um, so to a front end user, they just have to pick which criteria or which things are important to them. But for us on the back end, we had to connect over 10 million data points to all be delivered to the right spot when a user does that. And like, like I said, I don't know if I'll get those years back, but it was, it was an unbelievable process to get that level of data to display properly and show the correct information when users wanted to see it. Um, it, it, it was, it was well needed within the industry though. I mean, finding information has always been my biggest complaint of, of Western hunting and not to say that there's no information out there. There's amazing information out there on, on, you know, big level trophy hunts and, and, you know, sheep hunts and certain things like that, that people are willing and able to talk about. But when it comes down to hunts that people are, are able to do or wanting to do every year, people don't, don't want to share what they know, or they don't want to, um, they don't, they don't want to make it easier, I guess. And, and I just, I, I just think that, you know, that only hurts the industry to, to keep it small like that and not getting people involved. So, you know, we, I made it and we made it where information has never been easier to find no matter what hunt you want to go on. And, uh, and that's what we, what we had to go through to get to that point is, is, is sifting through all the level of details and making sure we have everything in one place. And, and that's what we did. And as far as now that we have the groundwork, um, to this, to, to have a platform, 
um, for us to keep up with the states now and to add new enhancements has never been easier. Like, um, I don't know if, if you have seen or if some of your listeners have seen, but we just launched um, over-the-counter draw odds harvest by unit, which is the first time that's ever been done. And for users listening, for the first time ever, you're able to compare the over-the-counter units, meaning the hunts you can do every single year, whether it's deer, whether it's elk, whether it's antelope, whether it's anything, you're able to compare unit by unit which ones are producing more animals. And that is not necessarily just by harvest success. It's also by, for, for bucks, it's also by four-point or better of the bucks killed, how many were four point or better. And same with the bulls of the bulls, how many were killed were six point or better. So now there's finally a, a compare feature on over the, over the counter hunts that people can go do every year, which is, which is phenomenal. I think that that is one of the reasons why Brady keeps wanting to leave the office every 10 days and go out on another hunt. (laughs) So now that, now that this platform is there, yes, we are able to keep up on a lightning speed level um, with the states and in their changes and also with, you know, new enhancements. We're definitely going to have new mapping enhancements, new, um, also more filtering criteria enhancements. It's just going to keep getting better and better, but that's not to say it's the most powerful tool in the industry right now either. Yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal resource. Uh, I know Arizona threw a little wrench in the plan when they uh, came up with their non-resident cap and changed it to, uh, you know, the tags going to, uh, you know, uh, 10% of the tags go to non-residents uh, with the most points. Now, it, you know, they changed it to 5% go to those non-residents with the most points, but then it was a, a 5% completely random draw. Yeah. Um, I know that that was probably a super big challenge for you guys. Uh, but now that we've, uh, you know, had two, you know, a, a elk and antelope and a deer and sheep cycle. Uh, I, I'm sure now you guys are going to have numbers uh, where you can actually go off of. Uh, whereas you didn't want to provide information that wasn't exact. Is is that correct? Yeah. As a company, we will never promote or produce something we know is inaccurate, and it would have been inaccurate just because. We didn't know what the trends were going to be on on what applicants were going to jump jump to new units now that the the draw changed. And um, as far as having a cycle of of applications underneath our belt now, we will absolutely have the draw odds for next year um, because there there's one one year of, of forecast for us that we feel comfortable enough we can make those draw odds. But they definitely threw a wrench in the system um, as far as as far as what we wanted to do. However, going forward. As an out of, as a non-resident of Arizona, and well behind the max point level, I love it. Yeah. Selfishly, I love it. But as a company, it definitely definitely set us back a bit. Yeah, you know, I think overall, yeah, certainly if you have max points and you've got you know twenty seven points for sheep, or you've got you know however many it is for elk, and you know you've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah, it stinks for those guys with max points, but uh, you know, I think it, it, it allows people to actually apply in the draw and feel like they at least have a chance. And I, I think it's I think it it was a good move. Uh, I think uh, being able to get more people involved, you know, hunting these days, uh, 
we we want as many participants uh, hunting as we can, and and uh, you know if if they feel like they have no chance to draw. Uh, going into it, uh, I, I definitely think it was a good move. I, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And that's why I said selfishly, because I don't have max points. Um, and, and for those max points guys, it does set them back a little bit, take a little bit of opportunity away from them. But it definitely opens up the pool for a bigger, bigger, uh, you know, bigger playing field for more people to feel like they're actually going to hunt really good hunts in Arizona. So, um, yeah, I, I like it. Um. Lorenzo, the other the application strategies and some of the stuff that that goes on uh, as an insider member, um, I think it's pretty cool that you're opening it up to a free trial period where uh, you know guys can go on and they can see application strategies uh, you know from from the year before and 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 they can go on and they can play with the you know filtering 2.0 system just as if they're an insider member yeah. and uh you know that transparency um you know i i think that i think it's a phenomenal idea to let people look around and poke around because then they'll see the value uh that the insider pr provides yeah. um and you know every year those regulations are going to change every year those odds and statistics change every year you know those those over the counter and some of those you know, over that's why I like over the counter draw odds. That's amazing because uh, you know people now have the chance. Not only people with lots of points, but people that just want to go hunt, they can filter and say, you know, I only want to go where there's six point bulls, or I only want to go where you know they've harvested the most four points, yeah. and it's still an over the counter hunt. Whereas before. There was no way to tell if this over-the-counter hunt compared to the other over-the-counter hunt. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I, I kind of joke about it in the office sometimes, but I'm either a terrible marketer and, and communicator, or insider and filtering 2.0 is really so in depth and so, um, you know, so advanced. Yeah, so advanced that I there there's no way to market it in a quick you know, informative format. And, and that's why we opened it up to the 30 day free trial is what's better, what's better to try to market and then to actually let somebody go in there and, and see what it's all about. And like I said before, you know, we're so confident in it now. Um, you know, we, we have no problem opening it up and letting people see what the product truly is. And, Trends, as I was speaking about before, uh, you know how how I scout for mule deer in arid areas. Trends is the most important thing to me as a Western hunter, and that goes for the application season. I want to know all about the trends, what hunts we're producing, which application numbers are going up in certain units. Where are my draws doing? What are the best over-the-counter hunts? So I can then strategize and see what my best hunt is going to be for that year. And then once I'm in that year, that's when I start paying attention to trends in the field, the weather, the water situation. Um, you know, or storms rolling and those types of things. And surprise, not surprisingly, because we wanted it to cover everything, Insider covers all of that per unit. It covers all the trends out of the out of out of the field and then also all the trends in the field with, you know, unit specific weather and precipitation numbers. And it gets as geeky as possible, but it also is as easy as possible for, you know, a guy who's just learned or wanting to learn how to get into a new state. So I mean, it's so in-depth. We, uh, I've tried to back off the, the marketing of it and just let it show for itself. 
I think that's a phenomenal plan. Let's take another quick break here. Real Game Calls featuring the Elk Reel. Real Game Calls makes innovative, realistic, and easy-to-master calls using their proprietary, revolutionary design. They are located and manufactured in Gypsum, Colorado. Their calls were designed and battle-tested on some of the hardest-hunted terrain on Earth. Check out ElkReel.com. Use the promo code JSCOTT and receive a 20% discount on all purchases. Go to www.ElkReel.com. Utah Hydrographics is in the water transfer printing service and they can dip almost anything into a wide range of camel patterns, designs, and colors. Whether it's guns, bows, tools, rifle stocks, vehicle parts, steering wheels, cups, or tripods, Utah Hydrographics loves taking things that are general looking and turn them into something that looks fantastic. Give them a call and see what they can do for you and receive up to a 10% discount by using the J. Scott 16 promo code. Visit them at utahhydrographics.com or on Instagram at utahhydrographics. Okay, Lorenzo, we've been talking about uh, GoHunt.com Insider and the ability that people can uh, go on and get the free trial period. Uh, there's also a whole nother segment of GoHunt.com, and you have a really big presence on Facebook. Uh, you know, tell tell me uh, and the listeners a little bit about what GoHunt.com outside of the Insider. Uh, you know, all the different things that you do, and you have an amazing staff. Uh, just curious, your thoughts on that? Yeah, where where that comes from is before. This was really put into motion. Um, the team that was together at the time, even though it was smaller than it is now, we got together and one of our main goals was to be a part of the industry, to be in the community, to be involved, um, to share the good and the bad, just to keep people up to date about the overall industry, which we all thought was a, was a big opportunity because nobody was staying up to date with an online platform of the overall news within the industry. Um, they were either charging a magazine, um, you know, whatever a magazine goes for now, I think like six or seven bucks, something like that, for the stories. And then th- there was no really up-to-date news because news is happening every day within the hunting industry, um, whether it's a bad news of poaching or good news of, you know, a new unit opening in a, in a state for whatever species it may be. So when we started it, we, we wanted to be the leaders of the community. And um, I think we've done a good job with that. So when you go to gohunt.com, the very, our homepage is going to be free content, just like you would see when you go to ESPN.com or Yahoo or um, whatever it may be on your, on your daily searches. Um, and, and everything involved there is just going to be very Western hunting specific, whether it's tips and tactics from Brady Miller, who geeks out like no other on bows and and Google Earth and all these things that hunters want to know about and can learn something from. It goes from that to news, like I said, whether it's poaching or units opening in other states, to um, video content that us and some of our partners are producing, just to share, just to share hunting every day. So there's always something you can go look at um, and and hopefully get your your Western hunting fix because as you and I, as you and I both know. 
it's such a structured time period. We're always kind of in a downtime or in a time we, we wish we could be hunting or want to know more about hunting. Um, so we, we set out to, to make a homepage in a, in a, in a company that first and foremost gave back to the community, um, before they ever wanted a relationship with us, as far as, you know, signing up to be an insider member, we wanted to give them what we thought was, was valuable information and something that, um, they should, they should stay in touch with. For sure. And, and don't you think, I mean, business to be good at business, you have to always be changing and evolving and, and, and adapting and getting better and, you know, uh, print media, you know, with starting out with newspapers, uh, and then, and then magazines, uh, they have had their day in the sun and they have done very well. And, um, you know, how important was it to you to, uh, you know, adapt and see that, you know, I, I see it when I go into a supermarket, go into a movie theater, go to a coffee shop. I mean, 90% of the people when I look around are looking down at their mobile device how important was it for you to be able to adapt as a businessman starting GoHunt.com and and realize that the elect you know the electronic uh, the digital platform uh, was the was the medium? Yeah, uh, digital in my opinion is is king and it and it's proven in every in every data point that's produced. However, we we had the good fortune of starting this business and putting a vision to it when we knew that online was the answer or where where people were going. We, we started this and building this out about three years ago, um, launched it about 17 months ago. So we, we had the good fortune of knowing that, that that's what consumers were, were transitioning to. Um, and about being a good, a good businessman, like you said, is, is, is staying ahead and, and kind of you know, being staying ahead of the, the the curve, and online that's never been more of the case, right? Online technology changes on average every six months. That means we are rewriting code and rewriting the way our website functions every six months, so we can stay ahead of the curve and be the most up to date online platform there is for Western hunting. Um, and we're actually in the midst of. Or about to launch a, a new homepage um, for GoHunt.com that's going to incorporate a lot more of an organized format, a lot more video, uh, a lot more video content because video is king. As you know, as you've seen la launching these brilliant uh, YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook videos that you've been doing. And yeah, what what we're trying to do right now is just continue to stay ahead of that curve and continue to be that online leader. Um, not to say. Not to say that print is fully dead and that we're not, you know, capable of of creating an in-hand magazine. Just because it's always fun to have something on the coffee table and th and have something to look at, be on the cover of those types of things. I don't think will go away um, for the most part. I, I I think it's a an ancillary or a value add type of type of offer um, as far as a as far as our company goes. Um, but but yeah, our our main focus is to stay ahead and, and be the best at what we do. Well, you've done a phenomenal job in the short time that you've been around. Um, just the amazing growth, um, it, it, you know, from you guys have been the title sponsor of the podcast basically since the, you know, when I started the podcast and to see the growth 
and to see the the brand recognition and name recognition of GoHunt.com uh, and GoHunt.com Insider is is you know a, a true testament testament to uh, you know how you've set it up and and the team that you've uh, assembled. So I just want to you know give you kudos and and hats off to you for for having such a a great staff. It's uh, pretty cool to see the success that you've had. I appreciate that. And and I mean, it's it's a dream come true. Uh, I know that sounds cliche, but to be in, involved in the hunting industry and also have a company in the hunting industry is, I mean, it's it doesn't get any better. And something I wake up to and thank my lucky stars for as I'm walking into work every day, I can't believe that, you know, this is this has become work. So yeah, I, I, I love it. It's uh, been nothing but fun to grow this thing, and, and we're going to keep to keep it up and, and, and try to be the, the leader the whole time. That's awesome. What hunts um, – You're obviously, you've got a doll sheep hunt that just popped in your lap, yeah. and you've got this uh, uh, archery Nevada uh, hunt. Uh, what other hunts do you have on the horizon uh, coming up? Do you have you drawn anything? Do you have you know? Do you have any specific hunts you've got? I have a, a very big year this year. Um, so I have the doll sheep hunt that just snuck up on me, um, which I'm I'm not definitely not complaining about. Just a little stress <laughs> to try to make sure I have everything before I leave. I go from that to to Nevada archery deer. Um, and then I go to Utah archery elk. Um, and then I go to Utah muzzleloader deer. And then I go to Colorado antelope, then Wyoming antelope. Then um, I go to Colorado fourth season deer. I uh, drew a really good fourth season tag out there this year. And then I go to Kansas. I drew a really good Kansas whitetail tag that I'm going to head out there with a buddy. Uh, we put it in on Party App and, and drew a pretty good tag. So I'm excited to go do that. I've, I've only killed a couple whitetail in my life, and none of them have been particularly um, big. So I'm excited to go out there. And then I go to Mexico with my dad and my brother in January, and that's that's going to be a lot of fun as well. So you – I mean, you pretty much from once you go on this doll sheep hunt, it's going to be nonstop action for you. Yes, and it's fun. It, it is as good as it gets to hunt that much. But you know, my second love is here, growing this business. So it's always a a struggle to disconnect and reconnect and disconnect and reconnect. So um, it gets it gets a little stressful at times. But uh, somebody has to do it. So so well, why not me? Don't you think in order to be as passionate as you are about the business, you have to go on those hunts and you have to do those things because that's what drives you to be so successful in pushing your brand and pushing your business. Exactly. And every in every every hunt that I go on, I'm I'm always learning something new. Always learning something new about the state or about a unit or I meet somebody that I get to plug into their network and, and you know get some information thrown at me every every once in a while. It's always it's always good, and, and part of staying informed and, and being up to date is constantly being out there and knowing what's out there. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely part of it, and it definitely helps grow the business. What is it about those antelope? Uh, you had a bang up year last year, you and you took some of your office staff, and you guys shot a bunch of antelope. You've got a couple tags. You really love those antelope, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I I think as far as antelope goes. I don't know if there is a 
granted, there's many different forms of fun. Um, but Randy Newberg also, him and I get along really well on this antelope kick. There's just something about him that when you hunt him, it's such a different type of fun hunt. It, it's, uh, it's hard to explain until you, until you've been on a hunt and they're, they're readily available if you just apply the right way in certain States. Um, like Wyoming, I've drawn the tag multiple years in a row now, Colorado, the same way. Um, it's, they're readily available and it's always a hunt that you can do in the middle of a season. That's not going to take a lot of time. You don't need to scout it that hard. You know, one day before the season is plenty and it, it, it just, it gives you something to do to hone your hunting skills and to have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I, I, it's hard, it's hard to explain, but it's, just, it's a ton of fun. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I can hear it in your voice. Uh, well, Lorenzo, it's been awesome having you on. Uh, it's uh, great to catch up with you, and I know you've just swamped busy trying to uh, get ready here in a couple days to fly off, and so I'm going to let you go. I just uh, appreciate yeah. your uh, uh, willingness to be the title sponsor of the podcast, and I'm uh, very fortunate to have you guys uh, sponsor my podcast, and uh, you know, it's been great working and having just an open line of communication uh, back and forth uh, with you and your staff, and um, it's it's just great to see uh, you know just such a thriving uh, you know fun loving uh, you know intense all in all in one deal uh, you know just awesome company to work with. So thank thanks for all that you do, and uh, I know uh, the listeners are going to get uh, a great kick out of uh, the thirty day free trial, and and they'll get to see the value and how important uh, being a Go Hunt Insider member is for, for hunting all of the western states or or even if you're specific hunting one state. I mean, it, it's uh, a super value-added uh, you know, proposition, and uh, I know people are going to see that value. So uh, thanks for spending time. I can't wait to see some of the uh, photos of your, of your upcoming hunts and... Um, just uh, keep rocking and keep doing what you do. I appreciate that. And, and just like I've said before, we, we definitely love working with you too. So uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity. All right, buddy. Sounds good. We'll shoot straight and uh, knock a big one down. And, and uh, I'll be talking to you on the flip side. Until then, God bless you, okay? Sounds good. Thanks. All right, buddy.